Hi there, and welcome to Gay Men's Life Lab, the podcast that's all about personal growth for gay men. My name is Buck Dodson, and I'm a licensed therapist and board-certified life coach who's committed to helping you thrive. Each week, we go all in on what it takes to live a full and healthy life with loving relationships, engaging work, a sense of purpose, and all the joy you deserve. And of course, we do all this with our unique perspectives and experiences as gay men. So before we get into today's episode, if you want to learn more about me and the topics I discuss on this podcast, please visit buckdodson.com. And with that, thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Hey guys, I'm really excited to bring you this bonus episode from my conversation with Ben Papa, who is the Enneagram expert and coach and consultant who I talked with in episode four about how he uses this ancient tool with his clients for personal transformation, for relationship transformation, and for career transformation. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode four and my conversation with Ben, I really encourage you to check it out. He talks about so many great ideas and perspectives and tools that will help you on your personal growth journey. And I wanted to, though, bring you this uh, bonus episode because Ben and I got into a great conversation about what makes gay men really great leaders, both in work and in life. And Ben had some really beautiful insights about our openness and our ability to take perspectives, our relationships with women. And he even talked about coming out as this really beautiful strength and vulnerability. Um, So I encourage you to um, listen to this episode and take in what Ben and I have to say about, you know, what makes us special as gay men, because I think we forget that. So uh, check it out and I'll look forward to hearing from you. And now I want to, because this is Gay Men's Life Lab, I want to talk to you a little bit about your experience as a gay man and, um, you know, and actually while we're talking about businesses, um, as a, and this is related to your work, but as a, you know, consultant and a coach, um, what do you see as kind of the, like as gay male leaders or gay men in leadership positions, like what is their or our advantage in the workplace? which may or not be, I mean, obviously it could be tied to Enneagram, but, um, but just kind of more generally from a, a gay perspective, what do you, what do you see as that? Yeah, it's a good question. I, um, you know, part of my bias is that we do well in life. We lead well, we're, we're more successful if we're more open just in general. So open-minded, kind of solving problems by thinking outside the box, open-hearted by developing relationships, connecting with people, those kinds of things, creativity, innovation, all those things come from some general sense of openness, this general kind of orientation to the world. And what I think being gay can do around that is, you know, 90 plus percent of the population is heterosexual. And there's a whole lot of cultural stuff then that goes with being a straight woman or a straight man or or whatever else. And being gay, almost by its nature, kind of opens you up. So, for example, I hold a lot of privilege because I'm a white man that has education and financial means and I know where my meals are going to be coming from and all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a straight white man which is a whole other thing. And the fact that I have, that I'm gay and know what it's like to be a minority in that way, there's an opening there. So I think there's something about perspective taking that's facilitated by being gay. I think there's something about 
Um, and I identify as, as male um, from a gender identification perspective. But I also do think there's ways in which I can relate to women or do relate mm-hmm. to women and have always related to women that may be different. I know that may just be a stereotype. But my experience is I'm able to kind of go there. And I think the, the feedback I've gotten from women around that is there's a safety from their perspective with, with gay men's relationships. And they are able to have this kind of male-female relationship and not have to sort of think about or dance around or worry about or be excited about or whatever comes up around sort of some attraction or romantic kind of connection that can be true if it were a straight man. So there's just some openings, some breaking up of the norms, I think, mm. that comes from being uh, a gay man that I think can, can be useful for people. I love that. That just that idea of openness, which I always just got to go to open heartedness because that's my, you know, that's my thing. You're um, in the heart triad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but openness more broadly defined, you know, that, um, and, and that again is you talking about that gives you perspective, that gives you um, empathy, that gives you, it makes you more connected and, um, and then to be able to, whether and that's actually this is a, would be a great skill not just as a leader in the workplace but as a leader in life you know as we if we can use our our experience is you know as as gay people from the the difficult side through this openness if we end up being sort of leaders of open open living open heartedness open manhood um, that's real I love that. Yeah, and there's something about vulnerability in that, too, that I think is important. I do think coming out, I'll speak for myself, coming out when I came out at 18 was probably the most vulnerable thing I'll ever do. It's certainly the most vulnerable thing I've ever done to this point in its context. Um, and so there's something, I think, around being able, being willing to tap into that kind of vulnerability as a gay person. Because, um, you know, people of uh, most people that are of minority, minorities, there's not really a coming out process. And I'm excited to hear your conversation with about coming out later, because I think that's a, such an important conversation to keep having. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so what, what that does is if I'm sitting in a business meeting and I want to take some kind of a risk or try something or, you know, engage in something that isn't sort of a traditional male kind of way of engaging. So maybe I'm more in my feelings or using more emotional language or those kinds of things that requires vulnerability. Well, I've done this huge vulnerable thing by coming out. And so there's something about testing lines and crossing lines that feel hard that coming out makes us do as gay people that I do think maybe gives us a little bit more fuel around crossing other hard lines and other places in our lives later. That I'm so glad you said that because I think people forget that. I think gay people forget that come because we just, we come out because we, we have to, it's like, we, we have to like for our own, so we save ourselves by coming out and we can, so we can live our lives, but then we forget that, that, that required so much strength that is inside of us. Right. Um, you know, that you can call deep on that courage and that vulnerability, that bravery. Um, so that's such a great point. And so it's sort of the gift that keeps on giving in a way, you know, and I, because I work with people who are out and, you know, more in the therapy sense, but who really struggle with self-esteem and it's like, oh yeah, well, I'm out, but I'm, I'm still self-loathing or whatever, but it's like, it's really hard sometimes for them to remember like, 
it took. So you, you came out, <laughs> you were the one who did that. So right. really, I really love that. Um, and I want to circle back also just to this idea of you were mentioning relationships with women. And I don't know if you're familiar with Ray Rigoglioso's work, um, his book, Gay Men and the New Way Forward. But he identified, he was a coach of mine, actually. Um, and he identified 14, what he called distinct gay male gifts. And they were all predicated on masculine and feminine intelligence. So this idea mm-hmm. that we are, um, are, we have intelligences that are both masculine and feminine, and that is our, our superpower um, in the world. And so... Mm-hmm. The way, and he also talks about like literal relationships with women, um, specifically straight women, and you know calls us co-revolutionaries with straight women. Um, so, I'm, you just kind of organically brought that up as one of our like uh, strengths, and I think that again, people, gay men may take that for granted, um, and it's actually a really, it's a superpower. I love that. I had never heard that sort of male intelligences and female intelligences, but I think I know what you mean. It's it's such an interesting concept. It's a great idea. Yeah. And it's, and if you can introduce that in a, I I mean, I think that's kind of the next level with a lot of team dynamics and things, especially in this, in our current climate of looking at gender, gender and, and dynamics and all these things of, of how people can begin to, um, re, organize around masculinity femininity and that we all we all get to own our masculine and masculinity and femininity and i think we'd have a lot less toxic masculinity and fragile masculinity if more of this were brought to the surface and i think gay men are probably the teachers of that um is there there's so many more questions i want to ask um and i'm gonna have you back hopefully you know well certainly to talk about the more enneagram stuff and maybe um i'm thinking maybe next time we'll have people call in and ask questions and you know um we'll do some like on the spot enneagram stuff but um i just wanted to also reference the fact that you are a you know a gay dad and you know that is something that i wanted to talk more with you about but um i think i'll save that for another episode because i I have this now, like a bunch of gay dads in my life, um, not my own gay dads, but, <laughs> but they're just more and more of you. Um, and um, obviously you, your kids are 16. So you've been a gay dad for a long time. Um, whereas most of my friends, it's their kids are young um, and they're just now adopting and things. So that's a whole other um, aspect of being gay that I think needs to be talked about. And so, um, but with that, is there anything that you wanted to share just about this being gay men's life lab? And there's a word, a word of wisdom or something from your own experience as a gay man um, that you feel like you would like to let people know um, that might be helpful for them. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think so, but what I do, what does, does come up for me when you ask that is just gratitude to you for being willing to like bring these issues out for discussion in this way to sort of what, can sort of gay men add to the conversation about living a rich, full life and just really kind of playing with that, with these different um, interviews with people. So I'm, I don't have anything to add. I'm just grateful to you for providing sort of the space for these conversations with, with me, but with, with all the other folks that you're talking to. So thank you for being a stand for that. Well, you are welcome. And it's my pleasure. And thank you for saying that. And um, yeah, it's, I'm, 
I'm excited to, you know, just have us be talking about not just being gay, but about, you know, our work in the world. And, um, and what is so fascinating is that I think we like predominantly as gay men tend to want to serve and tend to want to bring, um, bring value to the world in a, in a different innovative way. So um, you're certainly embodying that. And I know that people listening um, will feel, you know, a heart connection to you and to your work. And, um, you know, as you're sort of modeling what being, what living as a, a gay man, a living a rich full life um, looks like. So thanks for, for coming on and talking with us, sharing everything about your work. And again, um, we're talking to Ben Papa and to learn more about him, go to benjaminpapa.com and, um, you know, hopefully people will, will get in contact, learn their Enneagram type and, uh, uh use it as a personal growth tool. So yeah, thanks, that's ben. Good. Uh, thanks Beck. I appreciate it. Sure thing. Thanks for tuning in to Gay Men's Life Lab. If you liked what you heard, I'd love for you to head over to iTunes and subscribe. While you're there, please consider giving the show a quick rating and maybe share an episode with your friends, loved ones, and colleagues. And if you want more information, visit buckdotson.com, find me on Instagram and Facebook at at Coaching, and on my YouTube channel, Buckdotson Coaching and Counseling. And remember that personal growth and creating the life, relationships, and work you want as a gay man is a process, so take one step at a time, rest when you need it, show yourself compassion, and ask for help along the way. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.